Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another little adventure into the world of botanical-style aquariums. You know, today I wanted to talk to you about something that uh, it comes up fairly frequently uh, in my world. Um, I talk to a lot of you that are maybe kind of enamored with the idea of utilizing botanicals or of the botanical-style aquarium, but you're just maybe not completely sold on the idea of, you know, having decomposing leaves and, and seed pods and so forth in the tank, you know, breaking down. You're just not kind of all in on that look. And I realize I push everybody pretty hard uh, in our little community. I push you hard to look at the natural habitats and create aquariums that are in many cases literal interpretations of them, not just in terms of the look, but in terms of the functions and the interactions between the fishes and, you know, the environment that they they kind of foster. Now, I realized, and I realized this from day one again, that not everybody likes the look of a truly natural aquarium in this fashion. You might not even agree with us that, you know, the flooded forest floors and all these other black water systems that we geek out about are all that compelling. They might just look like a big mess to you. Oh, sure, some people like a couple of seed pods, maybe a leaf or two, and maybe even, you know, the tinted water. But maybe you don't like the look, again, of all that stuff breaking down, the biofilms, the detritus. Maybe some of you favor a more artistic look overall. And some of you, you know, perhaps like the tinted water, but you just don't want that other stuff. As I said it like a thousand times, I totally get it. And even nature provides some inspiration for a less botanical laden yet still tinted sort of look. You just have to look for it, for pictures of that. You'll see streams where they're quite a ways down from where maybe the leaves and, and, and seed pods and so forth are accumulating. Maybe you've got some rapid water, but the water's been impacted uh, by these materials in the water, so it has a tint to it. The Rio Negro, for example, and the many tributaries that flow off of it, not all of those are heavily laden with leaves and debris and so forth. Some of them are just tinted because of the soils and the, the impact of the other materials that are in the water. And just because you don't like that all-in natural look doesn't mean that you can't enjoy some aspects of this world. You just need to approach things a little bit differently. I could totally relate. I mean, even though you may hear me rail upon competitions once in a while, I do love artistic aquascapes. I love the look of like Iwagumi layouts and, you know, that fresh green look against the stones and so forth. Um, you know, perfectly manicured lawns of glossostigma or dwarf hair grass or some other kind of high concept planted tank. But I'm probably never going to set one up again. They just don't hold the allure to me that makes me want to jump in and do one. I'd love to have one, but the art of it is just not my thing. I don't really think I have the patience or even the specific skills to, to accomplish that. So I know that's a slightly different issue than what I'm alluding to here, but the overriding concept is the same. In other words, I like the idea, admire the product, just not all the aspects of it. In my case, I don't admire or don't like the effort required to produce one, or the, I don't want to spend years learning how to arrange rocks to get that perfect uh, Iwagumi style but I can certainly appreciate it. If someone wants to come over to my house, set up a really awesome Iwagumi tank for me, I'll maintain it, but you know, that's just not my thing. However, most of you 
likely have those skills to create a very natural looking tank. You just may not like all aspects of the look itself, and that makes perfect sense. So let's look at a few things here. Let's say you like the tinted water. You might even like seeing some botanicals in your tank, but not the decomposition. It's not your thing. How would you pull that off? Well, quite easily, actually. You could start by utilizing some botanical materials in your filter. Like, you just sandwich like a piece of catapa bark between some mechanical filtration media, like floss or sponge or whatever, where the water will flow through it. And guess what? The bark's going to release its tannins and humic substances into the water. You get a nice tin and all the benefits of having those materials present without ever seeing a bit of bark or other aspects of the botanicals in your tank. You could have a spotlessly clean, museum quality, you know, very tinted tank. Super easy. And unlike having to continue to dose like liquid black water extracts, which are of, you know, vague efficacy and, 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 and they work for a temp period of time or whatever, it's a lot easier to utilize the actual botanical source itself and just let it time release, so to speak, the, the tannins for an extended period of time before it becomes more or less inert. Don't believe me? Think about this. When was the last time you cured a piece of sexy driftwood in your tank? How long did it take you before that water was actually clear blue and white before it was golden brown? took a while likely a long effing time now for many hobbyists this is utilizing a, a, what i call a tint bomb of like uh, some kind of botanical material in your filter it, it's a great way to ease into the world of black water crimes while still creating the overall look or style that you love it's a form of compromise i suppose but it's one which will perhaps maybe unlock some new ideas or aesthetic inspirations for you now, another approach to sort of easing into the world of botanical-style blackwater aquariums without the whole natural thing would be to use more durable botanical materials, ones which tend not to break down too much or break down very, very slowly over an extended period of time. So you could use materials like the Sterculia pods or Kareniana pods, which have very hard external shells, if you will, and tend to soften extremely slowly. If they begin recruiting algae and and biofilms, which is more likely than them even breaking down quickly. You simply remove them and scrub them, you know, gently with a soft bristle brush, like a toothbrush, give them a good old rinse and put them back into service. It's a bit more labor intensive than keeping a piece of bark in your filter, but it gets you the added benefit of an aesthetic booth within the tank, courtesy of the seed pot itself. And ultimately, if the thing starts getting too soft or whatever, you just simply replace it. Easy, it's easy. Now, what about leaves? Now, you can also use leaves. Yeah, leaves are certainly more ephemeral, but you could use them you know, in your tank to get the look of a leaf litter bed or accumulating leaves without some of the other aspects, like again, the biofilms and complete breakdown and decomposition. How would you do this? Well, I'd likely avoid the, the softer leaves like catapa or even guava, which tend to break down fairly rapidly in most systems. So the key in utilizing leaves in the easiest possible manner would be to select leaves that are more durable. Like, for example, yellow mangrove leaves, which last a really long time. In fact, I have some in my home aquarium, my home blackwater aquarium, that are approaching the, I want to say it's five months now, and they're absolutely pristine. You would not guess that they've been in the water. And the water is nice and tinted, uh, and not a speck of biofilm on these. They're, they're very clean. There's, just, there's a lot of flow in the tank. It just works. Uh, or you could use Texas live oak leaf litter. If you're a bit more adventurous, you don't mind using either all of the other materials, you know, the, the, the bits and pieces of, um, uh, of uh, um, dried weeds and uh, moss and all that other stuff that comes with it. Or if you just want to sort through it and, you know, remove only the leaves to use, which I did in my uh, little Tucano tangle that I featured numerous times here. 
Both of these leaves are really durable. They last many months without breaking down, as opposed to weeks, as in the case of the more ephemeral leaves like, you know, catapa and guava, etc. And, and jackfruit, too. That's, by the way, that's another one you may want to think about. It lasts a long time as well. And of course, if you like leaves and such, but don't like the tinted look that they impart into the water, you can always use activated carbon or other chemical media like Seachem Purigen to remove it. When you combine that with your usual frequent water exchanges and removal and replacement of the leaves as they break down, this practice can give you that look indefinitely. It's simply a matter of how hard you want to work at it. And it's not really work in the sense that you know, you don't have to sit there and slave over your tank. It's simply a matter of incorporating the process of replacing leaves regularly into your maintenance procedures that you do anyway. It's easy. This approach is very successful and it's been executed beautifully a number of times by many of you, including our friends like Corey Hopkins, uh, Johnny Ciotti, our creative director, who's done some of the many beautiful tanks you've seen in our in our uh, website, and Jeff Sensky, a legendary scaper and co-founder of Aquarium Design Group. Um, he's done a bunch of really amazing botanical scapes with crystal clear blue-white water and used leaves many times. They just replaced them, and it's completely achievable. It's all about compromise, educating yourself, observing what's going on in your tank, and just procedure, developing those procedures that work for you. Clear or tinted, planted or unplanted, you have so many options when it comes to utilizing botanical materials in your tanks. There's many, many, many approaches besides making them the central focus of your system like I do. My approach, or our approach as a community and with many of us, is just one way to use botanicals. It's certainly not the best way, but it's an approach that you may or may not find appealing and you should try it and, and see. You can have that artistic style tank that you like while still easily incorporating some aspects of the botanical style aquarium into the mix. The main rule is that there are no rules except those dictated by nature herself. It's about creativity, imagination, diligence, and executing. It's about freeing yourself from preconceptions and daring to go down a different path. That's the real art of the art of botanical style aquariums. Today's simple thought for you. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman. I wish you to stay creative, stay observant, stay diligent, stay consistent, stay obsessed, and always, always stay wet. Thanks again for stopping by and spending part of your day with us. We look forward to seeing you and visiting with you on the next installment of the Tint Podcast. Have a great day.